Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Me and Joe Miles sat down and went through the Osseo Gear website and he gave his recommendations for early season, mid-season, and late season. This was a really good episode. If you're in the market for some new hunting clothing, listen to this one. In fact, watch it. I'm going to upload it as a uh, MP4 video so that you guys can actually physically see Joe going through the website here on Spotify or Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening listening to or watching this podcast before we get into it gotta thank my partners if you're tired of spending money on trail cameras you use as tools only to find out they're built like freaking toys or you've struggled with unreliable not so dependable cameras or experienced customer service that flat out disappointed you i've been there those problems literally birthed exodus eight years ago when they shipped their first camera exodus had a clear desire to not only build elite products that enabled you to set it and forget it all season long, but also to back them like no other company was willing to, with an unmatched level of customer service and support. See for yourself why Exodus has over 15,000 satisfied customers. They've quickly become known for their five-year no BS warranty, quality cameras, and best-in-class customer service. You heard that right. Exodus believes in their products so much every single camera is backed by a five-year warranty that includes theft and accidental damage coverage each camera is checked for quality control standards before it leaves the warehouse if they wouldn't use it you don't get it exodus is so confident you'll love your new exodus camera they're offering you the listener of this show 15 percent off your next order today just use code bte if you don't love it Get your money refunded in the first 30 days and just send her back. Exodus really has two excellent cell cam options for uh, all budgets, and they start at just $179. Plus, you're 15% off there. You use the code BTE. They have competitive data plans that allows you to purchase a plan and use the data as you see fit. They want you to be in control. There's no annual commitment and no limit on how many cameras you can run on one plan. You can share cameras with friends and no charge, which makes the Exodus lineup a great option for hunting clubs and leases. There are no additional fees for HD photo requests. That's pretty nice. No additional fees for video uploads and all cameras share data on a single data plan for easy management. See for yourself why so many have made the switch to Exodus and experienced the Exodus difference. Use code BTE to get 15% off your next order today. Now let's talk about Osseo gear. It's a great option for whitetail hunters. They develop a premium line of bow hunting gear that will rival any other clothing on the market in quality. Plus, you got a lifetime warranty on anything you buy from Osseo, which is pretty nice. They have a super unique camo pattern and great technology in their garments to keep you comfortable in the stand so visit asiogear.com get you some premium hunting clothing also i want to talk about hunting beast gear makers of the beast stand and beast sticks in my opinion the best option for a mobile hunter that's looking to pound the public land or just hop around on your private land i don't hardly worry about permanent stands anymore on the a uh, few pieces of private I do have. I just use that beast stand and sticks, and I got so good with putting it up, uh, taking it up and down. I really feel comfortable using it in any scenario whatsoever. If you haven't had the experience of getting your hands on a beast stand and trying it out for yourself, go to 
beastgear.com. Get your pre-order in for the stand. Order you some sticks and become more deadly this deer season. Speaking of deadly, i got to talk to you about Stealth Outdoors, makers of Stealth Strips, which is a great addition to any beast stand that you're going to buy or beast sticks. It's a great addition for all kinds of stuff. I just put some on my bow the other day. Stealth Strips really are a, a product that any hunter, whether you're a weekend warrior or a guy that hunts almost every day, really needs to take advantage of. Stuff absolutely deadens your, your gear uh, to make it essentially uh, noise-free. If you haven't checked out Stealth Strips yet, stop buying all the other crappy alternatives like the hockey tape and any other stuff you're trying to use to silence your gear. Get the good stuff. Get Stealth Strips. Visit stealthoutdoors.com pick you up some stealth strips all my partners are linked in the description below go check them out hey everybody welcome to the show can you uh we got it we got on a little bit early tonight or this afternoon i guess uh me and joe were just going to record this one at this time today and i decided just to go live in case y'all had questions for joe uh in the comments section so if you do have questions about what we're going to talk about today just leave them in the comments and we'll get to them tonight how's joe doing man i'm doing good buddy uh you know we start our season opens up next tuesday august 15th mm-hmm. so a- along with getting all of our osseo gear in for the season and trying to find a buck to shoot and Dealing with the last bit of summer with the kid and wife, it has been an absolute uh, madhouse around here. You guys, how many bucks can you guys kill in South Carolina? It's like five or seven or? Yeah, we can shoot five. We get five. Three, three that come for free, uh, free tags, and then you can buy two extras for like, I, I don't know, five, 15 bucks. They're not expensive. But I think if you shoot all the does and all the bucks, I think you end up around 15 deer a season, 15 or 17, something like that. Now, maybe I'm wrong here. My uncle used to live in South Carolina, and he used to say you could shoot like a buck a day or something back in back. Was that oh, true? It was no limit. My my dad, he had multiple seasons where he shot 18 to 20 bucks in one season. Yeah. It's it's a madhouse. I mean, our rifle where I hunt, our rifle season comes in August 15th and goes all the way to January 1st. Yeah. So wide open. Yeah. I know uh dog running is like a big culture down there, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. we go down there and visit, it, and you could they'd be they'd be running deer all the time. Yeah, it really lends it hand it lends its hand to uh, some serious bow hunting down here. You know, you get yeah. all comes forty five Walker hounds right through your funnel. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could see that, and I think they're pretty hard on them too. It sounds like they're uh, they kill a lot of deer. They do. We got a bunch of them, but nothing nothing like you guys have out there in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you do you like hunting that early, August fifteenth down there? Like, do you get out much that early? Man, I do. I um, it's hot. The bugs are terrible, but I love the velvet part. And it, it does like like I'm in a hunt club where there's twelve members in the club, and then I'm in um, I've I've got permission to hunt another really big farm. And, and so I like to kind of get going early when they're still kind of relaxed and, and, um, you know, can get on them early because once, once guys start rolling, it starts 
cooling off, man, there's pressure everywhere. So yeah. And, and, and it's unique to South Carolina being able to, you know, try and shoot one in velvet. Yep. Yeah. That's early. I mean, you got a couple of weeks probably shoot one in velvet. August. Picture one last night already out. He was a two-year-old, but already out of velvet. Crazy. I've never seen one out this early. Huh. I mean, I yeah, if you'd have told me next week, I'd have probably like been like, Yeah, but yeah, this is early. Yeah, it's sure. hmm. I'm getting ready to leave. I, well, I leave for uh Kansas to go and scout in Kansas tomorrow, and then I come back and I'm gonna go to Tennessee and hunt their velvet season. Now is that- is that like the 20-something of August? It's like a three-day season, right? Yeah, it's like the last Friday, Saturday, Sunday of August. I think, it's, I think it's like the 25th to the 27th this year. Nice. So I got a buddy that uh, has a little bit of property. He's going to let me hunt, so that'll be good. There's all kinds of kind of rules because it's in the CWD area. So like you got to be on private on certain areas to shoot during this velvet season, and it's just um, – I don't know exactly what all the rules were, but they were different uh, just because of the CWD stuff. But anyway, yeah. yep. They make it challenging sometimes to figure out how to do things right. Yeah, I know. I know. It's rifle season too, but I'm, you know, it's, you got to wear orange. You can shoot them with a bow too, but you got to wear, you know, a vest and hat and all that. So it's just some extra rules you got to follow, which is what it is. Yeah. Um, Good luck on that hunt, man. I know you're excited. Yeah, I'm super pumped. I'm ready to go down there. I don't think there's a lack of deer down there. I think, like you kind of south, same as South Carolina. I think there's maybe not the uh, as many giants running around, but a lot of good ones. You know, a lot of deer over 100 inches. It so- sounds like so. Yeah. Um, I've never killed one in velvet, so I'd, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, then I go to Nebraska the next weekend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll have I'll have a chance to kill one there too. Good for you. I yeah, shot well, what? Dan's going on that one, isn't he? Uh, we're going different areas. Yeah, I, I'm staying. I always stay on the eastern side of Nebraska and chase around whitetails. I think he's going to kind of be in that hybrid area where you could run into a mule deer or a whitetail. Good deal. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I shot one September 1st last year, but he was already out of velvet. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about some clothing and hunting gear now hunting clothing let's do it man absolutely so i had this idea with joe um you guys are osseo is a direct consumer company um so unless you guys go to a show you really can't get your hands on osseo gear uh real easily at least unless a buddy has one so i thought it'd be cool to get on the website on osseo's website and just have joe walk us through kind of um you know they have it they have it mapped out on the website, like early season, mid season, late season. I thought it'd be cool to like, Joe, if you were telling someone you're going to buy an early season setup, what would Joe miles buy? Um, yep. So if you, so if you guys are interested in osteo gear, um, this would be a good resource for you to learn about the clothing and kind of the, the ins and outs of it. I'm going to yep. go ahead and share my screen. There we are. So whenever you guys go to osseogear.com, and I left the link in the description for everybody if you guys want to get on here. First thing you see, Joe, is um, some pre-order stuff. And and one good-looking guy in a tree. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, what uh, I guess what can you say about the pre-order and the uh, – you guys are – sounds like you're getting a bunch of stuff in here pretty soon. Yes. 
fifth order is for our, we've got some 2.0 products or, or new stuff coming out like base layers, a late season vest, um, some out of stock items that are all coming back in. So that's our pre-order. We've got a new backpack uh, coming as well. So that all falls under our pre-order. And then, you know, a lot of our stuff is in stock and it ships out every single day. So yeah. the pre-order is really for the new, for the new stuff, the, the hand, new hand muff, the, new uh collar design on the jackets and vest and that sort of stuff but you know like all our early season stuff early season gloves hoodie jacket um pants all that stuff is in stock now yeah you can order that stuff right now yep all right let's go over to early season so um if a guy wanted to get some stuff for early season here's your guys's uh inventory for early season what, what would you tell a guy to start with so I would definitely start with that you know, on the top right there is that it's like a nylon hat. A really, if you go up, yeah, right there, that all camo hat is really cool. It's for cool, cool weather or it's to keep your head really cool. It's for okay. hot hunting. So I love that all camo hat. Um, obviously, we've got the trucker hats as well, like the one you're wearing right now, Josh. Mm -hmm. I would, I would, I'll just go from top to bottom. I'd start with that hat. Um, and then I'd get a set of those early season gloves. They're, they're really lightweight. They, they've got a beaded uh, palm so that, you know, you can grip climbing in the stand, climbing, I mean, uh, drawing your bow. They also, the, the index finger and thumb have slits where you can pull them out. Well, there you go. You can pull mm -hmm. them there. So if you, need, if you like to be able to feel your release or you need to type on your phone or something, you can go right to it. But then you can slip them back in too. So that, that's a pretty simple deal. Yep. You guys, you guys offer a real nice face gator too. I wore that a lot during, um, turkey season. Yep. We, we've got that. And then, and then I would get into our late, our early season hoodie and our early season pant. Yep. Uh, you know, the, the hoodie, obviously it has a hood and people go, why on earth would you have a hood on a hot weather item? And it, it's twofold. It, it really helps keep the mosquitoes off of you and the sun off of you. And it's great for concealment. And then it has a built-in face. Uh-oh. We lost Joe. The fabric of that hoodie is a bird's eye mesh. So it's a, uh, it has little beads on the inside of the fabric. So it keeps it off of your skin. And it really keeps you cool, man. I mean, it, it's one of, you know, guys are real familiar with Under Armour and, you know, guys that played sports and that when they came out with that, you know, kind of dry fit technology, th this thing is is in line with that. And it really keeps you as cool as possible. And then it has a, a zip, you know, it's a half zip, not not a, just a quarter, but it, it comes down all the way to half your chest so you can let some heat out. If you're walking in because like we were talking about earlier we come in august 15th and it man it, it can be 90 and 85 percent humidity here and that top is is my absolute go-to early season yeah yeah it was a really good turkey piece of turkey gear too i obviously it's going to be a big part of my early season hunting uh, i just got to use it during turkey season uh the the face mask yeah, that's built in was super nice too i didn't know if i'd like that or not but i did it was easy to use and convenient so and you can and you know guys talk about you know it would rub your neck or whatever if you tuck it behind you it really doesn't man it stays completely mm. off. you don't even know that it's so lightweight the hood and face mask i mean if you don't have them up you don't even know they're there right right 
And then you mentioned the uh, lightweight pants. Yep. So those, uh, a lot of technology in those pants. It has heat dump vents on the side of the legs, on the thighs that you can open up. And then it's got a a piece of fabric over the thigh pockets on the front. And if you open up that side vent and both of those pockets, and then it has a mesh crotch. And so it's a completely vent system right there. So when you're walking, you get airflow through there and it's going to keep you incredibly cool. And then it's a four-way stretch fabric. So climbing in and out of the stands, uh, you, you know, walking and all that, it's a very comfortable pant. And uh, guys love it for, you know, you were talking about turkey hunting earlier. Guys, you know, they, they use it for all of turkey season and then they'll, you know, obviously use it a good bit of whitetail season as well. And it, it can parlay into a little bit more mid-season if you throw a base layer on underneath it. Uh, so it, it's a it's a good pant for early season. Um, and then, you know, guys ask about durability. That, that's another thing, like walking through brush and stuff like that. And, man, you, you will get a few picks. We, we call them picks, you know, where a little yeah. bit of fat go through like a, a real severe cutover. And you can just clip those things off. It's, it's not going to tear up the pant. Uh, but all, all of our items are lifetime warranty. So if you get into anything and you, and you rip them or tear them or they need to be replaced, hundred percent we'll we'll send you a, a brand new pair um and, and what I, where i was going with that is there's a fine line by having a lot of performance a lot of stretch and really quiet in a fabric you know we could have built a brush pant you know one that is abs like kevlar that you you can walk through the worst stuff on on earth and have no problem but then you're, you're going to lose the the technology of the stretch you're going to lose you know, the, the, the ability to, to be quiet and the performance of the fabric where, where it vents really well and breathes really well. So we kind of went with as, as durable as you need, but then keeping all the performance in there of the fabric that we want as bow hunters. Yep. All right. I wanted to ask you about the uh, packable hunting rain jacket and pants something, because that is something I'm really interested in. Uh, what can you tell us about that, Joe? Yep. So it's a hundred percent waterproof and it packs down into a, into one of its own pockets. That's what the, the case is. You just turn it. Yeah, there you go right there. And it's got a logo of the jacket. So if you have the jacket and pants and you pull one out, you can tell which is which. And it has pit zips. The jacket does. So you can, you can vent and get some air in there when you need it. Um, oh, that's and, nice. yeah, it, it really is. And, you know, guys ask, is it, is it something I can take on a moose hunt or, you know, through, through the brush and, and, and no, it's not, this is packable rain gear that you're going to keep in your pack. Most, all of our clothing has a real high level of DWR. And uh, th- when you get into the mid and late season stuff, it actually has a waterproof membrane. But this is something that is 100% waterproof that if you get in a severe downpour, you know, where it's going to be noisy, raining, you whip this out of your pack, throw it on, keeps you dry. And then when that rain breaks, you know, you pack it right back up and throw it back in your pack. So it's, it's not something that you're going to want to take on a moose hunt. But as far as keeping in your pack and having in a whitetail stand for those you know, unexpected showers. It's perfect for that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I essentially have the stuff that you would take on a moose hunt and it's kind of overkill 
and not real packable um rain gear wise so this is what i'm like I'd, I'd like to have some of this stuff just to keep it a little more simple um also something to note is like rain gear that is made for moose hunting or going you know wherever alaska um it doesn't cost 150 dollars. that that'd, that'd, pay, that'd pay for about a quarter of a jacket on some of those garments yeah, that's right so uh let's see here what else what about early, uh what else for early season joe do you want to talk about just because it's up here you want to talk about this new mobile hunting pack that you guys have coming out yeah because i think people yep. on here would be real interested in that yeah we looked at that at the show um you and i yeah. did josh we put a, a bee stick on the back there you know it, those compression yeah. straps are incredible now we, uh, we actually hooked a bee, bee stand on the back of it is that what i said what, what did i say oh you, you said sticks sorry oh yeah that's right uh, yeah that's yeah. exactly we put a stand on the back yeah um but, you know i've obviously i've run stand and stick on the back and even had my bow in there like when i ride like an electric bike or something i'll throw my bow in there because i don't trust those racks i feel like they're going to yeah vibrate my sight loose so I'll, I'll throw my my bow actually on those compression straps right there on the back of the pack and they they lock down and they will not move man those are some heavy duty compression buckles that hold hold everything in place and then yeah it's, it's 1650 cubic inches we got a really big top pocket so most of the stuff you're going to need when you get in the stand you know binos rangefinder binoculars gloves hat light whatever it may be um, it's going to be in that top compartment and, and you only got to make one zip and we, all of our zippers are, they're taped. So they're real quiet. They're high end YKK zippers. And we have that top pocket. Then we have that front pocket right under those straps, two side pockets. And then we have an open side pocket where you can put like a camera arm. Yeah. Right there. Camera arm, water bottle, and another compression strap there. And then on the bottom of the pack, we have two more com compression straps. You can put a jacket down there if you want to run your sticks down there, whatever it may be. You can you can do two more compression straps there. And then we have a bow hoist compartment where those retractable bow hoists, you can slip in that compartment. And then we have those grommets right there. And if you're right-handed or left-handed, you just run the tag in out of that grommet hole and then you've always got your bow hoist or bow pull rope right there. So when you pull up, when you hook your bow on and up you go you know it comes out of that compartment and then when you unhook your bow it just zips right back in there so that's yeah. a really cool feature and, and helps a helps a lot yeah yeah this i was super impressed with this pack because i i've been looking for a new scouting pack and by the way this is made out of your guys's kind of the real i don't want to i don't know what i want to call it but like real soft material right please yeah please yeah bonded fleece that's right yes yeah, so it is very very quiet we're one of the few packs in the industry most guys use the cordura yeah but but our fleece that we developed is super strong and it it, it makes it for a much quieter pack yeah yeah i've uh me and buddies well paul patura we were talking about it the other day about how nobody makes a quiet pack for white hunt. all the packs are like designed for western hunters it seems like yeah um and i think this fits a lot of those uh those needs that people were having i 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love the design of the the, the pockets, Joe. Like I like that there's two little, uh, for me, it's like the perfect scouting pack where I can, you know, I can have some cameras in the the main compartment. I can have a water bottle over here on the right side and I can put like batteries, SD cards, whatever else in these little pockets over here. And maybe like in the front pouch, I can have like a, a cell phone charger or whatever. It's just like, I'm like, dude, this is perfect. And it's not, I don't like a big pack for scouting. I like something real compact and, and small. So and that's, that's exactly it. You know, we, we came out with our, our original pack and man, that thing sold out in no time. And then as the guys got them out in the field, you know, we got a ton of really good feedback. And then we had quite a few guys say, Hey man, we, we'd like to get a smaller version of that pack. Yeah. So that's, now, that's exactly created. While we're on the topics, cause you just mentioned the big pack. Let's just go over this. Cause this is something I'd use too, like a, a little bit bigger pack. I mean, I could even see myself like carrying this around with me to haul a little bit of meat out or something like that. Um, I packed, packed a buck out in that pack. I killed him way back in a cutover this year and couldn't get anything to him and no help to drag him out. So I actually butchered him and put trash bags down in that thing. And it took me uh, two and a half loads, but I got him all out of there. Yeah. Um Looks like it's a fairly similar design as the miniature version of this or the mobile hunter version of this, correct? It is. The difference is on, on the right side there, it's got some molly up top. And and okay. then it yep. And then it has uh the, the waist belt. It's in okay. that waist attachable. So if you want it to come off, you know, it zips right off of there and you don't have to use it. But that helps with the bigger load. You know, if a guy's carrying a bunch of camera gear, there's that bow hoist you know, yep. I was talking about earlier. Yep. Um, but, you know, if guys are carrying a lot of camera gear or if they did have to pack a deer out, you know, that waist belt comes in handy. But then if you like a bigger pack and don't like a waist belt, you can take it off. And both of the packs do have a wire frame um, that, that that's in there. It's very low profile, but it does give it quite a bit of structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And in my mind, when it was, with packing out, it was, it was more of a, I have a stone glacier uh frame pack you know that you can carry ha- however much you're humanly possible can can carry in it and uh yep. i uh i was thinking like this would be nice to have for like because your buddies never have what they need you know it seems like whenever you're hunting so it'd be nice to have an extra like something you could haul meat with as, as well um yeah and then like on late seat like or during the rut or we're going to sit a long time having a little extra room to throw a jacket in or camera gear and that's what i have to get something better for carrying camera gear around because i I'm horrible about just destroying camera gear and it's pretty dumb of me to do that. But, um, so yeah, that's cool. I pretty impressed with the, both the, the packs, uh, for sure. And you could, I mean, I could see myself like during the rut, like if I go to, uh, like Kansas on a, and during the rut, like I, I could use this and I would just strap my stand and sticks on these compression straps and then have all my crap in the pack for a, all day messing around in the woods kind of thing, you know? Oh yeah. You, you can definitely do that. It's, it's absolutely, that's what it's made for. You know, I, yep. I, everything as a, as a tree stand bow hunter and what we needed 
um, and, and not over engineered, but there, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of technology in there with the bow hoist compartment. Oh, there's also a, a, a free, if you will, or it's included rain fly. So I was running into issues where I would, um, you know, get to my, wherever I was going to hunt and I was going to change clothes and I wouldn't have anything to stand on. Um, so we, in the bottom of the pack where that bow hoist compartment is there, there's a, a rain fly that covers the entire pack, but it duels. It's like something you can spread out and stand on if you want to get changed in the woods and not get a bunch of stuff on your socks. So um, that that's included in the pack as well. Cool. All right. Let's keep moving, Joe. Cause yep. uh, let's talk about mid season stuff. Uh, yep. And this is these all, all these garments. I think I've used a couple of them, but I haven't used a lot of them yet. I ha, uh, you want to just uh, let's see here. Where do you want to start at, Joe? We can we can start. Um, maybe we'll, we'll this time we'll start with the pants. Um, let's see. Yeah, uh, that's the base base layer right here. Midweight pants. Yeah. So the the midweight pant is a heavier material than the early season pant is designed exactly the same, except it doesn't have the mesh crotch, but it's still got the venting system. So it's a heavier, that's kind of our workhorse pant. We also yeah. make them in solids. And I, I know you guys, and I know Dan really liked the solids. He, he got a couple pair and, and sent me a message the other day that boy, he, he really liked the solid yeah. uh, in that midweight. Um, I was, so it's, I, those are my uh, going to town pants. I'm always wearing those. And I, and I, uh, I was wearing them at the show. And Joe and Dan noticed, he's like, they have those. And I'm like, yeah, they got a couple different colors. And he's like, oh, I want some of those. It, yeah. Um, and he, I think he's actually the, the tan ones he's going to wear on his hunt out in Nebraska is, is what he was telling me. So it, it's a great utility pant. Um, you know, it's heavier. You put a base layer on under that. You can easily wear that down into the thirties. Um, you know, it's, it's, this particular pant is not windproof. Our next pant we'll talk about is windproof. But for, you know, mid-30s or even lower with a good base layer and light wind, it's a great pant. And then you can actually wear that thing up into the 80s if you, um, if you, if you vent it right. You know, I wouldn't want to wear that August 15th in South Carolina. It's a little too heavy for that. But, man, we get into end of September, October, I flip over to that pant right there, and I wear it for a good bit of the season. Yeah, they're a really good scout pant, too. Like, just it does. running around and um... – at least, at least I had a like in the. Uh, I've been wearing them this summer too, to be honest with you, because the venting, venting and stuff on them is really, really super nice. Um, all right, let's go back here. Yep. So then we'll talk about our midweight, um, midweight hoodie, right here. Yep. So this before, is, before you start, this is my favorite yep. piece of gear that you sent me. Uh, it, I, I wore the crap out of this during turkey season. I loved it. It is the most popular piece probably that we have. Our Sherpa yep. jacket pants and this this hoodie is is some of our most popular or if not the most popular piece that we have. Um, it's a it's a grid fleece fabric, so it has some structure to it. And man, you, you start getting into the low 60s down into the upper 40s. It's a perfect piece for that temperature range. You can run a base layer under it. You can run... Um, it's got a safety harness slit in the back. So if you want to run your harness underneath it, you can. It's got a kangaroo pocket in the um, in the front. And then it ha does have a rangefinder pocket. And as you see right there, Josh, it's got a longer tail in the back. Yeah. And 
that with most everything we have, just so you don't get wind up under there. And if you're sitting down or whatever, we made the tails a little bit longer. So guys, you know, would keep their, their backsides, you know, warmer and not have to worry about wind and sitting down in a weird spot and getting wet. You know, that really helps with that. Yep. And then we got thumb holes. If you wear it for a layering piece, which a lot of guys do. So it's, it, it, it's got a lot of function and it's, it, it can be used throughout, you know, really other than when it's super hot, it can be used from that 60 degree weather, you know, all the way down into super late season as a layering piece. So it, it's a good solid piece to have. And it's got thumb holes that, that if you are putting a jacket over the top of it, you run your thumbs in there and um, it'll, it'll lock right down and you, you won't have the sleeves pull up your arms while you're putting your jacket on. Yeah. I would tell people if you're not, I mean, if you just want to buy one piece of osteo gear, this is probably what I'd order. Um, it's real, real versatile. Yeah. Uh, it's got the hood and the face built in face mask. You mm-hmm. know that. Yep. All right. Let's see here. What's next, Joe? We can talk about the vest. Um, that that that's a good. I'll tell you kind of my system. You know, Kansas. I, I did a lot of testing uh, with the with the vest and and that system right there. I'd I'd wear a base layer. I'd wear that midweight hoodie, the vest, a bottom base layer, and those midweight pants. And I could get down to freezing in 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 decent wind because that vest is 100% windproof and it's got a waterproof membrane in it and that as everybody knows keeping that wind off of you is key and guys you know it's got a it's got you've got it pulled up there it's it's got a safety harness slit in the back so you can run your safety harness underneath it pull it out right there and a, a lot of guys know this some guys don't you know when your hands and feet get cold a lot of times it's because your core's gotten cold because it's it's natural for your you know your body to suck all your blood into your or- organs as you get cold to keep your your organs warm, and a lot of times I, I can't keep my I can't keep my feet warm. I need another another pair of socks. I need another pair of gloves. Well, that's not necessarily the case. If you keep your co- core good and warm, it's going to help your hands and feet. And and so we developed this core warmth vest for that purpose. Is it, it's a great standalone piece or one you can wear for layering and you know we recommend getting it fit snug um, so that it does keep your core really warm and i'll wear a a normal base layer or a thick base layer underneath that and then that hoodie and and then that vest and man that's a that's a good system yeah that's one thing i'll say because just because you mentioned fit uh all your stuff just seems to fit me better than like some of these other companies. I feel like the people that design them are these little stick figured mountain hunters that I'm like, and I'm like a, like a Husky, like a built guy. It's just like, I, I put this stuff on. I'm like, dude, this isn't, this is horrible. You know, whereas your yeah. stuff is, it and feels, it feels good on me. Like I feel good in it. Yeah. Th- th- there is a ton that goes into that, into the fit. And, and you, you've got the super athletic, you know, some of the premium brands that were, were born in the mountains. They, they are exactly like you say for the ultra fit skinny mountain hunting guy. And that fit doesn't roll well for, for a lot of us whitetail guys. So we, we kind of met in the middle. We went with a, you know, not an extremely relaxed fit, but certainly not a, a tight athletic fit and kind of married the two together. So you yeah. do get form, you know, cause most guys that wear this are bow hunters and don't want stuff all in the way and, you know, big baggy stuff. 
Um, so yeah, it, it, a lot of effort went into the fitting and we, we, we had every one of my, my son's fraternity brothers trying on stuff when we first got started and yeah. man, every, I know I was sending them all over the country for different size guys to try on. And we just tweaked and tweaked and tweaked until we got, um, got what we wanted. Yeah. 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 It just seemed like some of those companies were making stuff. It's like, you had to be like six one, you had to have long legs and a 30 inch waist. And I'm like, gosh, this just doesn't, I don't like, you know, it doesn't feel like it fits me, but anyway, yeah. your stuff was not that, uh, not that to me, especially that, that hoodie. I love that. heavy that, uh, midweight hoodie. Yeah. man, right. that's good. Whoops. I about clicked the wrong back button. I would have, I would have uh, kicked us off there. All right. What do you want to look at next? Now you got the, um, you got the hoodie, you got the, the vest on. Now what would you? Yep. So we can go to, um, we can go to the, we didn't talk about any of the base layers. Um, so, so our base layers, you, you know, Merino wool is, is a big, uh, a big fabric that a lot of guys love. Um, and, and rightly so. And, and I've done quite a bit of testing in the mountains, did a lot of sheep and goat hunting and the, the disadvantage to a, 100% merino wool product is it doesn't dry very fast. You know, it takes a long time for it to dry. The the beauty of a merino wool is it, it retains its heat very well and it's got natural scent elimination uh antimicrobial properties in the wool. So so those are two good features, but man, it not drying, it, it, you know, for a guy that you know is going to walk say he's a mobile guy or a guy walking to his stand or whatever it is and, and getting sweaty and then sitting down and it not being dry can, can be an issue and make it uncomfortable. So what we did is a blend, you know, the, the, the problems with all synthetic, if you've got an all synthetic thing is you, you lose the warmth ratio and you use some of the scent capabilities uh, of the antimicrobial that the merino has so we did a blend we, we did more merino than synthetic but we've got some synthetic poly in there to help with the drying and man I, I tell you i've been testing this stuff for three years and i think we nailed the the, the base layers i think awesome. they're yeah i i'm you know we tested them all last year and made a few corrections this year and got them in and and we've got a uh, early season set or early season set. we got a lightweight set and then we've got a heavyweight set and the lightweight set is 190 gsm and then the heavyweight set is 290 gsm what's gsm mean a grams per square meter okay okay and, and that's a lot of guys you know have studied that and um and they they'll see you know they, they've looked at it hey is that like the 180 peloton or whatever it may be and and so that that just gives them a reference point gotcha i gotcha um one thing i noticed and i've worn about every base layer a guy could wear is to me the marine the full merino wool stuff just does not last as long for me like it gets it gets kind of stretched out a little bit and just like around the uh the wrist and stuff kind of starts bulging out. And um, I got some, I don't know if it's just because it's underwear, but I got some Merino wool underwear that um, are, you can about see through them now. So I think <laughs> you guys, I think you guys uh, went in the, the right direction with this blend. It's, that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. We, we wanted uh, the best of both. And, and yeah. I, I, I agree with you. 
it, it's, yeah. it's a and then it's going to keep you warm and dry and and that's the name of the game with base layers uh joe what's the difference between the 2.0 and the original one yep Core, so we form. yep so the 2.0 we we did something new with the fabric um i don't josh i think you and i talked a little bit about this at the show but the, the face fabric on the 2.0 is that grid fleece mm-hmm. and back fabric is a more higher pile fleece so it's it's going to be a little bit quieter and we left the front of it in in our regular grid fleece because then the 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 quality and the definition of the camo pattern which is going to be facing the animal you're able to keep it a lot more defined when you use a heat transfer print and when you have that really high pile sherpa you can't heat transfer, you have to wet print it. And when you wet print something, it loses all the integrity of the camo pattern. So we, 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 we call it our panel system where we have in your moving areas, like under your armpits and your back, where you might be up against a tree or a stand, we used a higher pile Sherpa. It doesn't have quite the integrity of the camo pattern, but then the front of it that's gonna be facing the animal, it, it, it has, you know, the, the definition of the pattern is incredible. Um, and, you know, that's a little thing. You know, those, those are little teeny things, but they can make a difference. And then most importantly with that 2.0 is that collar design. Yeah. If you go back to the to the collar, we, we've got a patent pending on that collar, and it scallops down in the front. Um, a lot of guys listening, you know, they'll, they, they've had to take like a jacket collar or a vest collar and, and roll it and tuck it in. I always did that. And, and even some of the guys were cutting their collars off because you don't get a consistent anchor point, you know, if you're, especially if you're having to bend down to shoot, which we do, you know, in weird hunting situations and you can get collar interference, you know, when you let the, when you let the string go, if your collar's out there in the way, you know, your string can hit that. And we just eliminated that completely. Again, it's a small, subtle thing, but it can make a big difference and, and save you a buck. And the, the 1.0, it has the same. It, it has the same full collar that we've always offered for guys that may, you know, just want like a full collar. They're a rifle hunter, crossbow hunter, whatever it may be, and they don't need, you know, that scallop collar. So we left that available for guys that that want a full collar. Gotcha. Yeah, that that collar is a pretty good idea for sure. The problem is, is sometimes you just get like too many collars on. You know, it's like, <laughs> and it's a that's annoying too. Um. Okay. Uh, what else we got on the mid mid season, Joe? So is the Sherpa? I, I can't see this because um, I'm I'm on my phone. Oh, you're on your phone. Uh, yep. I don't is, see. I got. Uh, yep, here we are. The Sherpa's right here. Yep. So so that's the the Sherpa line is definitely our most popular line because it gets guys through the 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 most of the rut. That's a hundred percent windproof. It's got a waterproof membrane. It's got our bonded fleece, super quiet. It's got compression cuffs, uh, so wind can't get up under there. It, it comes in the 1.0 version with the with the full collar or the 2.0 with the scallop collar. Got the slit in the back for your safety harness. Um, just a, it, it's got a Napoleon pocket on the left, and it's got an angled range finding or cell phone pocket on the right. And then it's got two hand warming pockets that are Sherpa lined. And then the inside of the jacket is lined with Sherpa as well. So it's an incredible jacket. And you can wear that thing, you know, with like a T-shirt on underneath it. You could wear it in the low 50s. 
and then you can wear it all the way down in the mid twenties if you if you layer up, you know, with like that hoodie and the vest and maybe a base layer on underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. I have I think I have the one and it I haven't got to obviously haven't got to wear it during season, but it it seems like a another like jacket that would be a multi purpose, like you can wear this in a lot of scenarios. Yeah. Um, and we got one point and the two point and then um, the pants uh, are gonna gonna match our design of all of our other pants, and they've got the heat dump vents on the sides, and then they've got the double thigh pockets, sherpa lined, uh, hand woman pockets, got a lot of stretch in them, and you know again you can wear those in the fifties all the way down into the mid twenties if you layer up because they do have that waterproof membrane and they're one hundred percent windproof. Yep. And, uh, I guess I'm trying to think what people would, uh, would ask about them. You got the Sherpa pants and you also have the, you have bibs and Sherpa too, the Sherpa bibs. Yep. Yep. You were, you were, you, you went right below them when you clicked on the pants. Yep. There they are right, right there. there. So if you're a bib guy, there's that option as well. Yeah. And, and the bibs, you know, they've got full leg zips, so you don't have to take your boots off. You can put them on over the top of it. The mm-hmm. Double pockets. And we've got two sets of hand warming pockets. One zips and one is up high. So for you saddle hunting guys, you know, you, you have your bridge out in front of you and it's hard to get to your pockets. Well, those high hand pockets, you just set your uh, set your hands right in there. Rendell absolutely loves, our buddy Rendell Eric loves yep. those big saddle hunting. And then we have, you know, double, double fly on the chest, the zipper goes up and down. And then we put our, our silent cuffs over the buckles. So you don't have any interference. You know, if you're running binoculars or grunt call or whatever, you're not going to run. Oh, that's anything. a good idea. Yeah. Those silent cuffs right there. They, they, they come on and off. If you don't want them on there, you can take them off. But yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, a key little feature that we put on there. Yeah. All right. So that's kind of getting you, that's getting you down pretty cold then. Uh, yeah. That- you, yeah, that Sherpa setup, if you if you went with the bibs instead of the pants because you, you got another layer on your kidneys and, and you know, your your core, you can you can get those bibs and that Sherpa jacket and all the base layers we talked about. You can get that down into the upper teens. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm real excited about about that setup. I mean, that'll be used a lot, especially like going out to Kansas in, the, in late November and hunting around here in the rut. So um this is a new product right the yep. the wind, hand muff, hand muff. Yep. yep it's got our same bonded fleece it's got 180 grams of prima loft insulation um it's, it's got that 2.0 fabric design so you have the grid fleece on the front and then the part that's up against your body is that more high pile sherpa so it's quieter um did i say 180 grams of prima loft so man you put a little hand warmer or something in there you're going to stay oh. nice <laughs> Dude, it, that right there is like the the uh the key to success to keeping warm for me is a hand muff with a hand warmer uh yeah. it's it's a uh if you guys have never tried that it's like the only way to go when it comes to trying to keep your hands warm when it's cold uh, for yeah, me it does a great job and then we, we've got that little silent cuff uh over the buckle again you know when you wrap that around you you've got that buckle there and easy hands in and out and you know it's got some elastic there so once you get your hands in there you're just going to form around your wrist so wind and stuff can't get in there Mm -hmm. and it's got a front pocket too right over that logo 
is a is a zippered pocket where you could you know put an extra hand warmer you can even put your cell phone or wind checker or anything like that could go in there joe i'm due for one of these because the one i'm using my dad bought it at a flea market for me when i was like nine years old from an amish <laughs> an amish uh like an amish flea market thing i still remember him buying it for me he bought me and him the same one i think he I'll, still has his too i still yeah. i still use it every every season we're gonna have to uh get your list put together and um, yeah, start, <laughs> start hit the warehouse and get you square play. <laughs> that this piece of gear definitely needs an upgrade for me. I guess I I like that thing. Maybe it's a good luck charm or something. But um, well, hopefully that's we'll a, get a on this one. Get a little yeah. This this Switch. a hand muff. If you guys don't have one, like it's a good it's a good tool to have during the winter time uh don't be like dan dan just lets him his fingers get frostbite and stuff don't do that no no thank you yeah is there anything else on the mid-season that we didn't cover that you'd want to joe oh uh, i mean you know we've got a beanie and a neck gator yeah those, those are, you know again windproof waterproof membrane sherpa lined our, our midweight glove there also windproof and you can get your uh index finger and thumb out of it you've got a good it's a, it's a good sturdy glove, good le leather palm with a lot of grip. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's kind of a technical glove. Uh, and, and you know, as far as keeping your hands warm, you know, with it being windproof and Sherpa lined, it, it does a heck of a job with that. Yep. Okay. Let's see here. I think that's, and you guys got the net gator sherpa line we already talked about that yeah um okay let's see here you want to go on to that we are talked about the packable rain stuff right uh, there's a, there's a good ground blind vest right there yeah we've got a long sleeve black t-shirt as well so some yep. guys like a 2xl of that that shirt and wear it over top of stuff in a ground blind and that vest that's my go around town. I wear that vest as soon as it starts getting cool to every football game. I wear that thing a lot. Yeah. Maddie, uh, she's going to have to hunt in ground blinds this year. So we've been putting out some ground blinds because she's she's going to, she's due October 19th as well. So she doesn't feel comfortable getting in a tree. Uh, she probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we, we, she was just talking about her belly is going to be so big by then that she's, she, and I told her we need to just find her some black stuff to put on over top of everything. Um, we can take care of her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to late season because you guys got some good stuff when it comes to the late season. Um, yeah, so tell, new, tell me where to go. Get that new uh, vest, the new late season vest. So th that thing, I'm so excited about that vest. Um, it should, is that it right there? Is that the late season vest? Okay. So it's got the scallop collar. It's got the two different fabrics that we've talked about earlier. And then it's got 180 grams of Primaloft. So you can actually take that vest and wear it over that Sherpa jacket. And you talking about something to get down into the low teens to even single digits without having the bulk around your arms. I mean, that's going to be a deadly combination. And, you know, it's, it's basically exactly like that core warmth vest that we talked about earlier. It's just got all that insulation inside of it. And then, it you know, it's got a Napoleon pocket, a, a chest pocket, two chest pockets and two hand warming pockets. And then it's got the tree harness slit in the back. 
But, man, I'm excited about wearing that over my Sherpa jacket and just keeping a little bit of bulk down. And and that that's going to be a, a great deadly setup that you can wear. You know, if a guy doesn't want to maybe spend the money on the late-season jacket and he wants some tools that are more versatile throughout the year, you know, go that Sherpa setup, that mid-season setup, and then throw that late-season vest in. And, and man, that's going to get you through the bulk of the season. Joe, you've mentioned – like Prima Loft and Sherpa and like what's the difference between Prima Loft and like down or, and, and like what can people yeah. expect when they, they order what it's going to feel like, I guess, to give them an idea. So, so Prima Loft is a synthetic insulation and it's warm. It's been tested a bunch and, and you see a lot of the premium garments out there that wear Prima Loft or have Prima Loft. And it, the, what, what's so special about it is that, it, it, it can maintain its heat even if it gets wet where down can't do that down collapses and then the heat to weight ratio of prima loft is better than any insulation that's out there in all of our testing and in a lot of independent labs testing the heat you know it, for the weight of the insulation it retains its heat better than than anything that we've tested and a lot of labs uh, you know agree with that and so that's the Prima Loft that's inside of it. You've got 180 grams of it in your core. So par- parlay that with the windproof uh, membrane and the waterproof membrane, and you've got a, something that's just going to keep you, you know, snug as a bug. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go back then to the late season page. Yep. Uh, the the like- main thing. Josh, or the the late season jacket and the late season bibs. Okay, I got. I'm on the jacket. Yeah, and so it's basically exactly like that vest, except you have sleeves on it. 180 grams of Prima Loft, and then the sleeves are mapped, so there's not a lot of uh, bulk there. There's nine different fabrics in that jacket, believe it or not, and every one of them is used for a particular particular thing. And 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 on the arms. Obviously, with all that insulation that's in there, it does come a little bit of bulk, but we've taken a, a more stretched fabric in the arms so that it does form to your arms better than just a loose, bulky fit. So that for bow hunters, that's, that's really important so you don't get string interference. But as far as Arctic hunting and super ridiculous late season cold, that jacket right there is, is going to be hard, hard to beat. Yep. Uh, yeah, this, this seems like real, I, I don't have this, but the, at the shows, when I've looked at it, it seems like it's super high quality too. Um, you know, yeah. sometimes you get some of that late season stuff and it feels a little bit cheap, but this stuff seems really, really good. Yeah. Well engineered and our, our buddy Rendell, I'll go back to him again. Uh, he, you know, he's from Iowa and he wore that late season jacket and late season bibs down to like negative 30 when we had that big arctic blast last year yep and, and you know he said when he was walking in he was sweating ice and when he got up in the stand he sat there for three hours and that stuff and was was good to go so it it really is it's made you know i, I wouldn't recommend walking in with it you need it on that pack or on a pack or either if you've got the bibs on like in kansas last year i wore them and I would just leave the front unzipped and then the sides zipped all the way down and, and, and walk in that way. So all I had to do was zip them down when I kind of started to cool down and then throw the jacket on over top. But it, it's a, 
those bibs have got 180 grams of Primaloft as well. And it's just like the Sherpa bib. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dan has this set now. Didn't you guys do some horse trading or something for? We did. Yeah. We traded yep. some sticks for the late yep. season setup. So yes, he, he's got those bibs and, and, uh, you know, the, the bottom part there from the knee down used a different fabric to help with the burrs. So you, so oh, you, I see that. Yeah. You, you can get some burrs on them, but man, with that, knee down part you can brush them right off and even on our bonded fleece the the top part there it, it will get some burrs on it but man you can take a pocket knife and you're not having to dig them out all day long you can just scrape them right off yeah them. that that's a good idea because that is a serious problem with a lot of garments is uh, getting them covered in burrs at least around here in indiana um, where i hunt at um what else joe did we kind of cover is there anything yeah that's else on the there's some other little things here and there, you know, we've got some, some t-shirts and some other hats and, you know, some solid pants like we talked about. Uh, but that, that's the bulk of bulk of our line. I think we're up to about yeah. 28. Now we started with seven, if you can believe that. And then, yeah, that's crazy. Up to, up to, I think 28 or 29. Heck we might even have cracked 30 with the 2.0 stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's awesome stuff. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I have all the confidence in the world. If you guys get some of the stuff, you're going to like it. Um, also, the, the the reason that I like it so much is you guys have supported us here at the at the show, and you guys know I do this for a living, and not everybody uh, not everybody's always willing to jump into the something new like we're doing. And Joe did, and that's why I think you should support it because he supports what you guys like listening to, and yeah, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, well, we, we, you know, we want to partner with good folks and, and Josh, we love what you guys are doing. And, you know, just a couple things, you know, with guys not seeing, feeling and touching, you know, not being able to get to the show, I can, I can understand the hesitation. But what we, what we offer is a 30 day money back guarantee and we pay for any return shipping. So if you get the stuff, it doesn't fit, you need something bigger or smaller, we send you a, a prepaid return label and swap it out. And if you just don't like it, you know, if you get it in, you try it on and say, hey, this this isn't for me, send it back to us. We'll give you 100% refund. And then everything is lifetime warranty. And, and that's unconditional, I, even if it's your fault. You know, if, you, if you're if you sitting on a nail and stand up and rip the, the crotch out of, out of a pair of bibs or whatever it may be, we'll either have them fixed or we'll get you a brand new pair. Uh, because it, it is high-end premium stuff. It's not cheap. It's not the most expensive stuff out there either, yep. but it's an investment and, and we stand behind it and, and we'll give up, you know, a, a lifetime guarantee on all the products. Yep. For sure. For sure. Um, you want to, when I answer some questions, we had a few of them. I noticed as we were going through. Yeah. Zeke Outdoors asked, is Osseo cell size fatty, fatty, boom, baladi? <laughs> <laughs> we go up to 3XL, uh, and, and we're trying to, to, to get even bigger than that. I don't think we'll ever go over a 4XL. I mean, our, our kind of our niche is tree stand bow hunting. That's, that's what we do. But we, we do have 3XL, and, you know, we've got guys 6'6", 340 pounds wearing our 3XL stuff and, and very comfortable in it. Yep, yep. Rendell's a big guy. He is a giant. So, uh, let's see here. Jonathan Myers asks, what about saddle hunting and fit with pockets, et cetera? Did you guys ever take any of that kind of stuff into consideration? Yeah. So like I was mentioning earlier, the bibs are, um, 
our setup, you know, they work perfect for saddle hunting. <clears throat> and we have toyed around with some pants and some jackets that are made for saddle hunting. So, so keep, keep an eye out for that. That, that may be something that we, we release here in the near future and, and uh, it'll be a hundred percent for saddle hunting. Ron's garage asks if that is Joe's trophy room. And I think that is Joe's trophy room. That, 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 that it is. Yep. Joe, how many animals have you killed in your life? You think? Ooh. I don't know. I, 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 I've been listening to your podcast a little bit. The, uh, uh, mission whitetail. Was it? Mission yeah. Whitetail. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you said you killed like 29 in the last two years or something like that. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. We like to eat a lot of venison around the miles house. <laughs> And my neighbors and friends do too. So we, uh, I, I, you know, I, I thought I would grow out of that as I got older, but man, I, I like shooting stuff a lot. And, um, you know, I, I like to travel a good bit and, and, and hunt in different areas. And it's always, I've always had that kind of wandering soul. And I, I love to, I love to hunt, man. It's yeah. my life. You've, uh, something else I learned about you at the last show, actually, Rendell told me about it is that you, you do a lot of, uh, bookings for Africa hunts. Yeah, I, I worked over there uh, as a professional hunter for seven years when I was younger. And my, my master plan when I got out of school was to guide over there for six months and then come back home and sell safaris for the following year, the next six months. And I started doing that. And then my wife and I, uh, she got pregnant with Jack. And I never will forget, I'd, I'd been in Tanzania and Zambia for about 90 days and and flew home and she was at the airport and I got in at like 11 o'clock at night. She had him in her, in, in her lap. He was asleep. And, and she, she got up, gave me a big hug and, and, uh, kissed me and said, all right, we, we got a, we got a, uh, we, we've got a decision to make. You are either going to have a, a, a family here in South Carolina or, or you're going to be a professional hunter in Africa, but we're not going to be able to do both. And rightly so, you know, I, yeah. I was, to him growing up and that, that was a very easy decision for me to make um but but so, so yeah I, I did the family thing but we kept our booking business open sporting adventures is our outfitting business and we we send quite a few guys over there to hunt every year and believe it or not i just got back with my son and and we're going to be um you know gearing that that business up more and more and more so we'll be getting back into doing more of that that's awesome so if you're if you're uh wanting to go out to africa that'd be a Joe be a good resource to get started on it. Bow hunters. Uh, yeah, I do. That's a dream. It, it was a dream of mine. I saw Michael Waddell go out there and he shot this little bitty, I think it's called a diker. Maybe mm -hmm. you would, you would know it was a deer, but it's about this big. Yep. I mean, I'm, I may be exaggerating, but I'm not by much. It's a little bitty thing. Yeah. There, um, there's a whole bunch of different ones. There's a the common diker, the Bates pygmy diker, you know, they've got dick dicks. Yeah. The blue it, I, I think he was, I think that show was from Botswana and I'm, I'm guessing that was a common diker and, uh, you know, they're, they're like little miniature, miniature deer. It's a little yeah. small, little yeah. two, three. Yeah. Anyways, ever since I saw that, I'm like, dude, that'd be cool to go out there and do that. But, yeah. Uh, let's see here. I am Jay Bernard has a really good question that gets brought up a lot. He said, I've heard deer can see clothing with bright UV you guys know anything about this and what materials do you recommend if so? Yeah. So with our camo pattern, you know, obviously we developed it based on deer's eyesight. 
you know, with, with our osteoraptor pattern, the deer have, di- have dichromatic eyesight, which means they have two of the rods and cones instead of three like humans. And people think they're colorblind, but they're not. They, they see blue really, really, really well. And UV light comes out as blue. So if you, if you see, and there are some camo patterns and, and, and actually own some premium stuff that has kind of a bluish hue to it. And I, we, all know, I was, we all know who you're talking about. I was wearing out of that. And, uh, man, I want bucks stand up and CRP 400 yards away from me and just pick me off. I mean, they didn't, they didn't necessarily know what I was, but they were looking at me like they shouldn't have. Um, so they, they see blue and they see the UV. And so two things, you got to make sure that whatever camo you're wearing, ha- that the fabrics haven't been treated with UV brighteners. And you can, if, if you're anal about that or, or obsessive compulsive, you can get a UV light. You're cheap, you know, they're cheap and you can go over your, it'll glow um, bright blue if it's been treated with brighteners. And then you got to make sure whoever's doing your laundry um, is not using detergent that has UV brighteners in it. It it says brighteners on there. You got to make sure you're not using any UV brighteners because if you are, I mean, I've, you know, gotten my stuff mixed up here and the wife's, you know, done a load and I've had a vest and every now and again, I'll just spot check my stuff. and, And man, I'm telling you, it shines when those brighteners go in it and, and you can get it out. You, you can wash it in some non UV stuff and it'll come out, but um, just got to be careful with that. And you definitely blue is a bad idea as a bow hunter. There you go. Uh, Jonathan Myers. He has another question. He says, are you familiar with the go wild app and community? Could he work out having items listed with them? I don't know anything about that app. Yeah, I don't either. And and we like uh, Josh said earlier, we are a uh, consumer direct, so we don't have a wholesale model. And and the reason we did that is we're able to take that that wholesale margin that that you know like a Bass Pro would be marking everything up, and we're able to put that into savings for the customer, and then into our technology to make sure that we're running the top of the line fabrics and cut and sew. So. Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with the app, but we, we don't have a, a margin in there, you know, for, for a third party to sell the stuff. Um, what else shows are you going to go to the rest of the year, Joe? Some people are asking about some PA and Harrisburg shows. Yeah, we'll definitely be there next year at the PA, the Harrisburg show. And then we're going to be down in Perry, Georgia, not this coming weekend, but next weekend. We, that's our last show of the year. It's their Buckarama in Perry, Georgia. So any any Southerners that are around and want to come check out ICA will be there all weekend. Sage asked, he said, do you offer custom uh, sizes? He said, I'm only five foot six. Uh, we, do, we don't have like like we don't have custom like tailors here or seamstress that can adjust stuff, but we have had, you know, ladies and, and some kids get our mediums and, and have them altered to fit. Uh, we, we go down all the way down to medium, um, but we don't, we don't have a custom option at this time. There you go. Let's see here. Scrolling through the questions, seeing if there's any more. I think we got to them all, Joe. Great. Um, Thanks for hopping on. And again, uh, thanks for the support on the, on the, uh, podcast. I gotta tell a story on you before we leave. Cause Uh-oh. Joe, Joe, when we and him are working out, I just want to tell you, this is the kind of guy Joe is. I hope he didn't, doesn't uh, mind me saying this. When we were working out how we could work together. I, I shot Joe an offer on what I would need. And, uh, he could have very easily accepted that offer, but he actually emailed me back and, 
um, threw an offer back at me when I, when I expected to read it, I thought it was going to be a low ball one, but Joe actually offered me more than what I, uh, asked for. And that's just the kind of guy Joe is. And that's why I like Osseo gear. Well, I, I think you undervalued what you're doing, Josh. I mean, you, yeah. you're a good in, in what you're doing and what you're bringing to the industry and, and, you know, the, the value, I mean, you, you're creating value and you've got some of the best hunters in North America coming on your, your podcast and sharing for free everything that they know. And I mean, my gosh, could you imagine when we were 15, 16 years old coming up, if we had access to stuff like that, how the learning curve would have just exploded for us. So no, we, yep. we, you're doing and and um man we're so happy to be a partner and we appreciate you letting us do it yeah uh anytime and guys if the link is in the description of this video if you guys want to go over there and check out the website that me and joe just went through so everybody thanks for hopping on this afternoon and we'll talk at you later oh this was episode 100 of the show 100 yep Congratulations, buddy. That, that's a milestone for sure. Thanks. I, I almost uh, forgot about it. And it just, it just hit me. I just saw the title. Like, oh, yeah. this. So, everybody, thanks for hanging with us for 100 episodes. The the podcast that we have on Spotify is like 120. But um, they, the actual live shows where people can get on and, and talk to us is at a, episode 100. So, awesome. pretty cool. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you later. Appreciate it.